0: Please feel free to follow and like Romantic Truth on Facebook at facebook.com slash romantictruth. You may also listen to the podcast on anchor.fm slash romantictruth. Now, here is your host Jorzen. Me and my girlfriend had an argument this morning. I took all the toilet paper and hid it in the closet and waited. It's funny how my name changed from being called asshole to sweetheart. Could you get me some toilet paper? Then I made my demands. Back out!
1: Hi everyone, Johnson with you here, Romantic Truth loves Vegas, baby, yeah. Now, what are we gonna talk about today? Being with and dating a near Doyle. Now what brought this topic up was Kathy out of Detroit, Michigan. And I thank you, Kathy, for your email, and I'm gonna read it for you folks. Came in on November 1st. Kathy writes the following. When I first met my boyfriend, he really had nothing. No place to stay. He was in arrears with child support for three kids by two different women. He was in really bad shape. At the time I was going to nursing school, getting ready to get my RN. And I wanted to help him. It's just the nurturing side of me. I'm a cancer, so I guess that got the best of me. I moved him in with me, with the assumption that he was going to at least try to go out and do something with his life. He found more comfort in living off me. I made a few threats about putting him out, but never did. Especially during the winter of last year. He leached off me for a full year and then finally I had to tell him, There's the door. Since then, he's taken on a job and he's been trying to win me back ever since. I don't want to feel like one of those women that are entitled, but I do require that he has to at least measure up. He's saying that I'm making the standards too high. What are my standards? Like you say, can he pay his own bills? Can he provide his own transportation? Can he at least be a man? Am I asking too much? Am I asking more wrong thing? I'm at a serious point in my life at 34 years of age because I can't have that many more mistakes in the future. I don't have any children. I chose not to have children because I knew that I had to commit myself to my profession. I probably would have them later in life, but I would appreciate your input or anything that you can contribute to me thinking about making a decision on him. Kathy, the mission. Kathy, <clears throat> what has changed? Okay, he's got a job. What you're probably looking for is consistency, longevity. You didn't want him to just get that job to win you back and then go back to his old habits. I'm sure that's what you're concerned with. And I can't blame you. Um, I would say no. You see, what you have to understand is when you meet people sometimes in life, you're getting a snapshot of where they are. Very few people have the full panoramic view of your whole life. They may meet you, you may have this experience with them, and then you don't know what happened before or after. You know, haven't you ever gone to a wedding and then at the reception? You've probably known this person for about five years, but you're meeting people who have known them longer, and you're meeting people who have known them them for a shorter period of time and it becomes a mix. Now, here are some things that people don't like, and this is a red flag for many of you. When there are certain people that they specifically don't want you to meet, and the reason is not clear as to why not, more than likely these people have something on this person or know something about them that would not be so complimentary. It could contradict everything this person has told you. So it puts you in that kind of gray area. As I told you before, character equals behavior, equals situation, equals results. And then on the other side of it, you have the X factor, the unknown, that thing that they haven't told you yet about themselves that may actually make you question your judgment about them. A lot of people like to kind of leave that afield. They don't necessarily want to deal with that because they're not ready to deal with it. And if they could avoid it, they probably would. They might omit it. They may lie about it. They may marginalize it. Whatever it is, they know that it will be a situation where if they told the truth about that to you when you're making a decision for a commitment, you may say no. And of course they don't want that to happen they see that you're in their best interest they're going to try to go for a yes from you now this is where you have to watch it because see once you're deceived on this level deception becomes the norm throughout your relationship on many other levels not just that well i got away with it here so i can use the same thing later on because that's a vulnerability that I can exploit it's the way some people will do it now with a near-to-well they usually do just enough in order to shut you up you'll find omega males and females as near do and as I told you the hierarchical structure is alpha female alpha male you have beta female and male, delta female and male, gamma female and male, and omega female and male. And then you have the sigma onto the side by itself. The sigma male or female is the person that does not go by a hierarchical structure. They're more or less loose cannons. Now, a lot of people call themselves sigma males and females, but they're really not. The reason being they focus more on what they can do and they look at people as nothing more than how could I best say it opportunities to humanize themselves in other words not to use them but for socialization these folks Primarily, tick by their own clock. I'll talk about Sigmas at a later time, maybe later on in the podcast. As we know, the Alpha is charismatic. The Alpha is narcissistic, usually. Not always, but usually. They like the accolades given them. They like being put on a pedestal. They love being admired. In other words, so much of self adoration them. The beta takes the droppings that the alpha will leave. They're the groupies, they're the hanger-ons, they're the people that are leeching off of the alpha's success. The delta, the delta is an individual, male or female. It's a steady job, steady career, and you want things normalized. Kathy, you are a delta female. You want a normalized lifestyle something that the expectations are set, a routine is set, a state of normalcy is set. Well, the problem you have is that, when you deal with an alpha, their narcissism outweighs everything. With a beta, their followship, such a word, following, outweighs everything, being the lacking. With a delta, the focus is stability. With a gamma, the focus is a quest to be recognized like an alpha. These are people you find in the tech industry or in other industries where they may not have the interpersonal skills per se. And they feel as though they'll just pay for whatever they want. These are the guys that will go out and spend $500 on a woman for dinner and expect sex because they don't quite have the wherewithals interpersonally in order to accomplish the same goal without spending all the money because they feel as though, hey I paid for this, I deserve this the Omega male and female they are usually somewhat indecisive they will allow the person who has more power than they do to actually lead them they will follow but here's the difference the omega never wants to be responsible for the outcome <clears throat> it's got to be somebody else's fault that's the reason why they like let the person who's leading in the relationship make all the decisions so if something goes left they never have to be responsible In essence, it translates, Kathy, into your lifestyle. He will do whatever is appropriate in order to get you back. So he goes, gets a job, pays his own bills. Now he's with you, and guess what? He can kind of ease off of those things because now you've met those milestones. He's met those milestones for you but you're expecting them to keep those things up. So instead of starting a relationship with them, you say, no, maybe a year two years, you get yourself together. And fellas, don't take this as a put-down with some women. Some women cannot respect you if you cannot take care of yourself. And they're doing you a favor by actually not engaging with you, not dating you, not going with you, not dealing with you. Because if she's better off than you are, that can hurt. As I told you, when I dated Monica, this woman would spend more money than I would ever make in my life. I've seen her do it on shopping sprees and I would just sit there. And she would get upset with me for getting upset with her for purchasing things that she could afford. Because she never knew what poverty was. She never knew what having to work for something was. She was the princess of the family. Now, did I envy her for that? No. Because that was her lot in life. So I couldn't hold that against her. And what I had to wind up learning how to do was to take that misogynistic beast that us men have some time about Oh, we got to be breadwinner, we got to be decision maker and all that. I had to put that aside for a minute. Yeah, I felt like an underachiever, being in the Marine Corps only making $820 a month back then. And she would always tell me, honey, you got to remember one thing. The present doesn't define you, your future will. And here's the thing, what it did, it incentivized me to go forward and do better. Now, the other thing too is this. You're not being kept by a woman that has money. She only keeps you when she's afraid of losing you. Some of you ladies already know this because you deal with men who are like that. They don't want you to work, they want you to stay at home, drive cars all day, go have parties, go show yourself off. The reason why they want you to do that, they're afraid of losing you. See, the person who isn't afraid of losing you, they're treating you like a partner, just like in a normal relationship. You don't have to spend the money on all the decadence. You could deal with you as a person. I told Monica one thing when we first started talking. I said, now, I want you to understand one thing. It's nice that you have money, but money is no substitute for you the person. I'm here for a relationship with you not your money I appreciate that you have all these things but they don't define you only you do I was very fortunate that this woman had worked on herself and she had good parents that really stressed good decision making skills made things go a lot smoother now here's the thing that's funny with many of these Omegas they have no intention of actually doing things for themselves they want someone else to take the lead they want someone else to do the work they want someone else to carry them and if they get dumped they don't care they just find another host another person to take them in do the same thing Now. You can have all the ambition in the world but let me tell you something ladies where you get it wrong sometimes take for instance you're in a situation where you're not that marketable we'll say you have three kids by three different fathers you're working a job yeah you're getting a little wick to help you out a little afdc to help you out but you're trying to make it but you're looking for that man that's going to be that guy you could look up to And some of you base it on a monetary level, home. You have to look at the character of the man. He could be a wealthy man and be the biggest asshole in the world. In the circles that I hung around with Monica, I saw that firsthand. I'll never forget one time we were at a dinner party. And this guy's wife was going to say something. And he shut her down. he says... I don't think women should speak unless they're spoken to. And of course I objected and everybody else all the other guys objected. And he looked directly at her, his woman. She said nothing for the rest of the night. And Monica told me she said he's off the list and never be invited to another dinner party. I don't them. You never know what you're getting into. And then when you do find out, you better have a course of action to correct it. The other thing too, is this. Some of you ladies will take a man who's a Delta male, pays his bills on time. has his life pretty much where he can manage it very well. And some of you will get to the point of Going in and saying You're making 60000 You need to make 100000 And you're pushing But you're not pushing yourself With the same enthusiasm Don't do it You will create a Frankenstein if you do Let me tell you the Frankenstein you'll create He goes, he busts his ass He's now making more money Well Being that he's doing this, what he's gonna start doing is looking at you as a liability. Because see that resentment's still there. You think you've done a marvelous thing by pushing him to make more money, so now you have a better lifestyle. He's not looking at it that way. He's looking at it from the standpoint, I can do better than you now. You made me do this, now that I'm doing it, I'm looking for something better than you. This is what you have to watch. Because some of you push it too far where you think, okay, I'm coming in with these liabilities, but in order for him to support us, he's got to make more money, he's got to do this. Understand one thing. When you meet someone, you're meeting them off the shelf as they are in real time, in the moment they're in. I know you'd like to have these future plans and all this other stuff but you're not there yet Monica and I were in a damn Cartier jewelry store over there in Monte Carlo arguing over the fact now what was I to argue I didn't have the money she did she wanted to buy this damn watch that watch was seven figures I should she was just going write a check for it or use her American Express black and pay for it. Because she liked the diamond clusters. And I told her, I said, I apologize to you because I shouldn't be trying to influence you. Because after all, I have to realize I'm not on your level. And I'm not using this as a guilt trip. It's the truth. If you want it, get it. She looked at it. She tried it on. And she's like, no, that's okay. And what I was expecting was this attitude. Didn't get it. She looked at me and she said, honey, thank you. I said, thank you for what? I said, I felt like a total ass. She said, no. He said, because the only thing I would have done was probably worn it one time, put it in a vault and forgot about it. I still thought I was on eggshells at that point. I found out I wasn't. But I was still in the mindset of, hey, this is your money. This is your lifestyle, not mine. And I had to constantly remind myself, she brought me into her life. She was the one that approached me. I already knew I was completely out of her league. And what she wore the day I met her was more than I would make in a whole lifetime. But what I had to understand was, I had to also not be so hard on myself. because it can make you feel like a failure, let me tell you. Women are not worried about that so much because that's the social order. Men, on the other hand, it's a whole different ballgame. When I had a lot of friends, man, why don't you stick with her? She she had your own easy streak and all of this stuff. I'm like, money don't solve problems that are in relationships. It makes your life comfortable because it's a tool. It's not a lifestyle. It's not a way of life. You could be a millionaire and still have pancreatic cancer. That money won't mean shit. You'd probably get the best comfort and care as you still go down that path. But it doesn't change things, does it? That you have. so these are things that we have to address and look at but there are some people that genuinely are out there they have no intentions of doing anything for themselves they're not expecting to have a career or nothing you are their career You are their meal-taker. And the way they see it, the only thing they have to do is do the minimal in order to keep in good stead with you. And God help you if you get in one of those relationships where you're thinking a baby and marriage is going to cure it or nagging and fussing is going to cure it. Nope, not going to do a thing. It's not going to do a thing. Ladies, before you nag a man about something, I'll just sit him down and say, honey, please help me understand why you won't take out the trash? or Why you won't do this? We both need the trash taken out because it smells in this place. And just listen to his reason. And you don't have to jump into an argument with him. I don't feel like getting up and going downstairs right now. Okay. But then he must realize, well, honey, uh. Why aren't you cooking anything? You know honey, I don't feel like cooking right now. But see, sometimes we fail to realize that there are times like that where we may not feel like doing something in a relationship, but we remember the things that our partner won't do. We forget about the things that we haven't done. Tell you, when I was married, I told the story before. I was so considerate of my wife, and she was a very good woman. That I never forget, she had three kids from previous marriages. I told you, don't you know? I went, got food for everybody, and forgot to get food for myself. I ordered for everybody and forgot to. Me. I wasn't upset with it I went back out and got something to eat brought it back but it was that the consideration of the relationship was so strong and she would do things for me call me up I'll be at work honey don't go anywhere for lunch okay why not I'm having lunch delivered to you. Damn. That's a shock. Okay. But I appreciate it. So you have to be considerate of each other. The problem that you'll run into with a lot of Omegas, a lot of these people that won't put their shoulder to the wheel, they expect you to do everything. Oh, and these are the people that will remind you, you know, my birthday's coming up next week. Because that's by default an acknowledgement that most people cherish, right? So they feel as though they have that soft carpet to land on. And I know many of you ladies will bring in guys, he's got potential. And the next question you need to ask yourself, Okay, I see the potential. Where's the effort? You don't see any effort from him to do better? Not based on your incentive. He should have the fire under his ass. He should have the incentive. And that was the thing. If he had the incentive and he had the potential. And he was putting forth the effort that's different. But if you are the fire under him to do better, there's a problem. There's a serious problem. Because it means that he's gonna take a break every time he gets. Every excuse he can come up with, he will do it. Oh, and women do this too, fellas, by the way. It's not just men. Tell you about the guy that was helping a woman out. She was homeless. He brought her into his place. First day she offered him with some sex. And he was like, no, nah, just get yourself together. We'll look at a relationship later on. Well, she cleaned up his place. And then afterwards, she started going on Facebook Live every day as opposed to looking for work. Let her use her his spare car. And she had basically displayed all the valuables in this man's house, street address, and everything. And she was telling him about how hard it was for her to find a job and all this, and the people weren't hiring. And it didn't take long for him to find out that she was never looking. And they saw all these Facebook live posts, and all these guys in her inbox. told him, that won't do. And of course, she brought up, well. you know, I cleaned up your house. I cooked you some hot dogs. They'll take any little smidgen of effort and try to turn it into this monumental task that they've done for you. Oh, and by the way, people act like that too. When You have a windfall in money. Oh, they're that way too. Inherit some money and find out. Win some money and find out. Yeah, you remember that time I took you to work that day? And I had to drive 10 miles to pick you up 10 miles to take you back? Yeah, you know, um, I think it was worth about $100,000 for me to do that for you. But I gave you gas money. I know, but you know, when you look at my time and you look at the wear and tear on the car and, oh, well, they'll go into detail. And it would sound absurd as hell. But they'll do Now, the one thing that they love to play on is your guilt. And here's the thing, these are not bad people. These are not misguided people. These are people that don't know any better a lot of times. I'm not making an excuse for them. A lot of people don't know any better because of the way they were reared or whatever circumstance reared them. We would like for everybody to be on the same page as far as the way we develop and grow in life, but it's not always the case. Joe telling may have a better life than, you know, Johnny Johnson. That's the way it goes. I'll admit, my time with Monica, I learned a lot. was exposed to a lot of things that I would have never been exposed to in my life. But I didn't take it for granted. She could afford to, because it was what she was used to. But that was okay. The other thing too, when it comes down to dealing with someone without any initiative, any ambition, any zeal or spunk to go on and do things. Sometimes they don't see an incentive for them. Other times, it's not what they want to do. I dated a lady years ago. She had a 19-year-old son. So now i playing video games. Well, you know, I've given him job applications, and he said that he can't find a job that's going to pay him what he's really worth. I said, let's see now. He dropped out of high school. He's in your basement playing video games. So what value is associated with that? What skill set can he use in order to demand the kind of money he wants? He says, I asked him that question. I don't know. Maybe you could talk to him. I said, no, that'd be just like talking to a lawyer. I'm not his father. I'm just another guy on the street as he sees Again, I don't know what to do with him. And what you start to realize was she was pampering him when he was young. And she never quit doing. And now she's coddled him so much that she's afraid that if he got in the real world that the world would take advantage of him. So he's at a disadvantage and he's playing it up. Oh, she bought him a new car. Decked out his room with this huge California king size bed. No rent. She paid for everything. And the moment he would get, he'd be impressed at first with the fancy car and all the rest. But then she they would realize, hmm, he's not paying his own bills. Somebody else is. He's being taken care of. I would have to fight Mama to get to him. That ain't worth the fight. Because as he saw it, there was no incentive to leave. There was no incentive to do better. So who is he gonna wait for? Are you older ladies that listen to the show? Let me tell you who these kind of guys go for. You. Because they expect you to money them up. That's where a lot of these mama's boys wind up with older women. Especially if they find an older woman that loves younger men. I see those guys do it all the time. As many of you know, I've dated mainly older women in my life. But guess what? Not one older woman ever did to me. Treated me like one of her children. The reason being, I wouldn't allow her to. I was there to be her man. Not another kid, to be taken care of. Because that's what they're looking for. They're looking for a man. Be able to work with the ecosystem they have. I've dated some older women that had some fantastic children, grown, some teenagers. But I've also dated some that. mm -mm. So you gotta choose based on the parenting skills, fellas, when it comes down to single moms. You gotta look at the way they interact with their children. As I told you before, the one lady I dated went over to her house. And her daughter, I think, her daughter was like 16. she come in the living room, T-shirt that barely covers her crotch, no panties on or nothing. And she leaning over tables, I'm looking at booty cheeks and vagina and everything. And her mother says, uh, Excuse you, we have company. She's like the hell here in our house, just like it was nothing. And she's like, I don't know what I'm gonna do with that girl. <laughs> the one lady, sixteen-year-old son, he went to keys to a brand new Lexus that time. not driving my car. Shit, he wouldn't have first got them damn keys. Started the car at the drove off. She up there crying. This is why I need a man to come in and die. Man can't help that. It's too late. He's already falling in that routine. And I tell you ladies, you gotta start on that when they're like three, five years old. You start setting boundaries. You don't have to whip them and spank them and all that. You see, the thing with a kid is once they trust you and they feel as though they can trust your judgment and that you're looking out for their best interest, the skepticism they have with you, the questioning of your judgment, goes out the window because they believe you. Especially if you set the example. They will grow to be adults, they'll come to you for wisdom when they're faced with challenges in life. My mother used to haul me to the side all the time and talk to me. Dad did the same thing. The only thing was, I had to go back in history with my dad. (laughs) Because things had definitely changed. If you look at it, in the 1920s, he was in his 20s. When he talked about being a young man like when he was a teenager he was on a farm in mississippi his dad was a sharecropper so was his brothers and his father before him was a slave born a slave and the father before him was a slave so it was a different mindset My dad even told me about how to try to survive a lynching. Not to try to let them get the rope all the way under your neck, but right under your chin. Well, right under your lip before you get to your chin. So that your neck could possibly slide out of it. buy you more time. That was a hell of a thing for a young kid to learn. sitting down and talking to your kids, you young ladies out there with teenage sons, tell them, hey, have all your stuff handy, driver's license, registration, car insurance, papers, have them all handy. in other words, you don't want to be rambling around in the glove compartment when that cop is walking up to the vehicle. By the time they get up to the vehicle, you want to have both hands extended outside the window driver's side of the car. And one hand with your ID and the other hand with your registration and insurance. So he sees where your hands are and more than likely he's not gonna have his hand on his weapon. He still wanna look around and make sure that nobody's in the back seat or something. But at least he knows where your hands are as the driver. So if he sees anything else suspicious, it gets shot, not, not his ass. These are things. Being courteous to the Not going off on some of these little bullshit, sovereign citizen bullshit that they tell you. That they lie to you and tell you about on, on the internet. Because the only way you can be a sovereign citizen, you have to be in a sovereign nation of your own. So unless you bought the United States or bought that state or county or city that you're in, you're farting in the wind and wasting everybody's time. More than likely, if you don't overreact, the cop is probably going to just let you go with a warning. it's the overreaction the escalation That's what gets a lot of people in trouble like I told you before about the lady that was down there in Florida on the side of the road on her cell phone and those cars her car was barely on the shoulder because there wasn't that much room on the shoulder and these cars were whizzing by and the Howard patrolman told her to get back in the car for her safety that's the reason why he wanted her back in the car she didn't want him telling her what to do and didn't realize that he had to take her down and put her in the car because he would have been responsible for her if she would have gotten hit by a vehicle that's the thing you have to look at you have to look at the logical things not the emotions because as long as you're govern and run by your emotions that logical person is going to always have the advantage you're thinking about what you feel they're thinking about what they know what they see Two different perspectives and some of you will might wind up with emotional people and the reason why they may be down on their ass The reason why they may not be able to function with everyone else is because of their emotions, of their feelings. They act on them so quickly. I had a friend of mine, this is no joke, no exaggeration whatsoever. He had 67 jobs in one year. 67 jobs in one year. I can't tell you how many jobs he got fired on within the first few days. Is not a week because he didn't like being told what to do and of course he tried many times over to start a business of his own but he did it with his feelings and not with the logic of why don't you structure it in a way but now you know these guys go out here and they make money they make millions of dollars I could do the same every time he's tried it he's failed His family will no longer even think about giving him any money. People have lost their savings with him. But he doesn't understand why he doesn't have friends. I was his fan for a few years. And I couldn't do it anymore. Trying to help him out. Doing his resume. Getting him references. And they'll say, well, I want this on. I want this on my on my resume because, I, man, you can't put that on your resume. Hell, he was only there what three months. And as I told you, people will put anything on their resume. When we were screening for an IT job, there was a guy that put down that he was a burger technician. Burger technician. They had a long ass paragraph to try to make it sound so technical. Of course, we couldn't hire him because he had no IT experience. But it's just amazing. So when you're dealing with these, these, in, these de incentivized. That was a rough one people these people that really don't have the initiative or the incentive to do things. Please don't exert yourself wasting time trying to make them fulfill your dream for them Oops. some of you do you know I used to see a lot of people get bunions on their feet and things like that when I was in the Marine Corps would do a lot of them would get boots that were on sale and may have been maybe a size too small or they put too many socks in the boots we go on those long force marches I would put the uh, foot powder in the boot then I coat my feet with Vaseline then I put on my socks Going to on the first march, but I also made sure that my shoes fit it. And so instead of getting the friction from your foot going against the leather, it would just fly. This is we went to this day. I don't have nothing wrong with my feet as far as bunions or anything like that. I will need those to stand up and to walk with. For a very long time. The last thing I needed was to have those damaged. There are certain things that you have to take time and really think about. Because a lot of times we make snap decisions on how we feel. And a lot of times we regret it you know you're angry and you say something that you didn't mean to a friend or family member then you're going and you're apologizing I think about what I would say to that person beforehand and I would just get an idea of how I would feel if I was told that that I was about to tell that person so that means that I would have to structure it in a way that wouldn't be about Trying to control their feelings, because people get defensive when you try to control their feelings. But it's something where I'm conveying information to them, where they can use it to their benefit if they so choose, or they can ignore it. Pretty much the same thing I do with the shell. I'm not sitting here breathing, fire down your throat, telling you you need to do this and need to do that. You have your own unique situation and your own unique lives did you have to customize some of the things you're dealing with for your own situation? What worked with Bobby may not work with Joe. And whatever you do, please do not try to live your life like somebody else. You don't know all of the intricacies involved. Or well, you see that they started a business and it's very successful. They may have some advantages you didn't have that you don't know about. The only thing you can do is do what you can do for yourself. I hope the outcome comes out okay. As I told you five years ago when I first started this podcast, I had a lot of people against the idea. Hell, a lot of people. But here's the thing that was funny. All of my ex-girlfriends, and some of them have been on the show, they supported me. And I told them about what I was going to do and, you know, keep them around. They were like, it sounds like a good idea. Then there were others that I don't want my business out there where your business won't be out there. The only way your business would be out there is if you wrote in and gave me permission in order to share certain things with the audience. And then I have to use my journalistic filter to see what was appropriate and what wasn't. This is the reason why, outside of first names, I don't need to know their last name. Why? Well, we don't need any creep trying to look somebody up to try to, oh, I know what's going on in your life. No, we don't do that. The majority of people that write this show write anonymously. While they lose their first name or nickname or their middle name. And it's funny because when I first started doing this years ago, did it on AOL Prodigy. They had these little uh, bulletin board. and I didn't think these people were legit. And I started calling them and talking to them. Yeah, they're real people that have real problems. Because we're always brought up to think that everybody keeps everything eternal. that was back when it was embarrassing to talk about certain things now you have groups on things groups on alopecia groups on people dealing with certain diseases yeah, a lot been shared with you about the glaucoma I have to educate those of you who may encounter it or dealing with someone who has it. because see the one thing you have to remember with any ailment no matter what it is, there is a sense of shame, a sense of resentment, a sense of loss, anger, frustration, and then you gotta fight that one thing called denial. Oh man, that that gets you in a bear-hook if you're not careful. You never want to lose focus. So. What were we talking about today? Looking at some of the red flags on people. That. You may put more effort in. Than they would put in themselves. The mediocrity of the effort. By some people. In order to just. appease you enough. In order to. Get back with you. So the relationship will go back to the status quo. Um, Setting your expectations only for what you're dealing with currently, not future aspirations for the most part, because you don't know if they're going to pan out or not. And setting criteria and milestones for people. As I told you before, my only thing for a girlfriend, besides the physical characteristics, that kind of thing, she has to be able to pay her own bills. As long as she can do that, she's in the run. But you'll be surprised how many women who cannot. But yet, they demanded of the men. Oh, and there's some men out there that that can't do it either. Or that won't do it. You have to consider the priorities some people have. Like the one lady in Atlanta. Went out with a 40 some odd year old man that worked at a call center talked about he was gonna take his 401k down so he could go and produce a rap record or whatever. He used all of his credit cards and debit cards, none of them came through for dinner. She had to wind up here for dinner, and wind up Giving this man ten dollars worth of gas in this car to get home. Sometimes aspirations could be sent into the wrong direction. And work as a detriment. Well folks, I want you to take care. Love you all. Thank you for listening. You can always contact us, Romantic Truth at gmail.com or you may leave a verbal message on anchor.fm backslash romantic truth backslash message I want you good folks to take care love you all good folks in uh, Lithuania thank you for tuning in Tunisia and all of the rest of the 135 countries that we are in now including you folks in the space station and in an audience Thank you once again for your support. Love you all.
0: I'm a BBW with a fupa, and me and my new man were ready to fuck for the first time. We had to improvise because of his four-inch dick. I had to slide my ankle into one of the sleeves of my T-shirt so he could get between my beefy thighs to penetrate. He leaned his shoulder against my shanky thigh like an NFL defensive lineman and started stroking. He got in three good strokes before the t-shirt ripped when my thigh flung his skinny ass across the carpet against the wall. He got up with rug burns on his ass. We at Romantic Truth appreciate your listenership. Listeners, you're invited to stream and listen to Jawson's music on Apple Music, Amazon Music, Spotify, AudioMac, or Deezer. Type in J-A-U-S-A-N in the search for artist to follow and like modern instrumental music from his discography. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those solely of the host and are not condoned, or endorsed by Romantic Truth, Anchor, or any of its affiliates. The advice given herein is the expressed opinion of the host and not to be used for legal marital or family counseling or for professional practice purposes in the event for professional assistance please contact the local licensed professional family counselor marriage counselor or social services professional in your region if you need someone to talk to in regards to help you may contact the national suicide prevention lifeline at 800-273-8255 available 24 hours all correspondences read on the show have been pre-screened and pre-approved by the submitter to be aired on the show. Be advised that all of the background music of production not provided by Anchor is owned by James Adams and Jaws and One Music exclusively licensed for this Romantic Truth Podcast under waiver.
1: Please understand that there were no people or animals hurt in the segments of this show including plants. All sound effects were improvised in the studio setting with props. We are an equal opportunity employer with two Yorkie poodles and a rad terrier as the security detail.
0: Please be advised that the content of this podcast is under copyright by Romantic Truth and James Adams.